Peter Hill Explains, where I invite you to join the science teaching conversation with me about... Okay, episode two of Wikipedia reading, we found out about Ireland, uh, the the history of it, uh, of the... uh, uh, the church, and then um, uh, being this the centre of uh, Roman learning, sort of being a bit away from the uh, barbarian invasions, the Roman uh, church being able to get around in the early 450 AD, going ahead there, and then um, uh, sending missionaries down into Europe, but then Europe having an invasion of it around uh, 1100 and uh, by the invitation of all these fragmented kings and uh, a reconquest by the the Normans producing it in and eventually uh, subjugation of it. Now interestingly Ireland missed out on the uh, Industrial Revolution Partly because uh, it really shone in Britain and didn't shine so much in Ireland. Comes with the absolute mystery: How come Ireland is such a rich, prosperous country? Uh, yet what you've heard is you hear that it's been in recession for several years, and this is true. It uh, just tweaked itself at the right position. It looked at itself in relationship to Europe, American business. It just pressed all the correct levers with relatively small population. The sort of population of New South Wales uh, went across. Now, uh, genetically it's interesting in that um, there's the ancient Irish there and then uh, the various beaker culture. Now, this is the, the, um, the, sort of the, the pre-Bronze Age, Stone, Stone Age pottery cultures they used to make, uh, came, came across and they seem to have had a, it's bad news if you're a man for these invaded people and uh, probably bad news if you're a woman, you don't get killed if you're a woman, you get to have the children of the new beaker people and that way um, uh, as men carry the Y chromosome, um, killing all the men and replacing them with your own men, you see a, a Y chromosome. Uh, substitution, and then um, the various um, acts uh, for Britain. Some reason Britain wanted them to swear allegiance to. Going on, hello, is that there? So back again, reading this. We'll just go into the politics. The island is divided between the Republic of Ireland, an independent state, and Northern Ireland, part of the United Kingdoms. They share an open border and both are part of the common travel area. I don't quite know what that means. The Republic of Ireland is a member of the European Union, while the uh, United Kingdom a former member, having both acceded to its predecessor entity, the uh, European Economic Community, in '73. And as a consequence, there is a free movement of people and goods and services to the capital across the border. The Republic of Ireland. The Republic of Ireland is a parliamentary democracy based on the British model, with a written constitution and popularly elected president who is almost ceremonially, mostly ceremonial powers. The government is headed by the Prime Minister, the Taoiseach. 
who is appointed by the President on the nomination of the lower House of Parliament, the Dáil. Members of the government are chosen uh, from both the Dáil and the Upper House of Parliament. The Synod, uh, the capital is Dublin. The Republic today ranks amongst the wealthiest countries in the world in terms of GDP per capita. Really, for it ranks six of the most developed nations in the world, the United Nations Human Development Index. A period of rapid economic expansion in 1995 became known as the Celtic Tiger period, as brought to an end in 2008 with an unprecedented financial crisis and economic depression in 2009. So, GFC really got them over. Northern Ireland is part of the uh, United Kingdom with a local executive ex- uh, assembly which exercised devolved powers. The executive is jointly headed by the first deputy prime minister. The ministers are being allocated uh, in proportion to each party's representation in the assembly. The capital is in Belfast. Ultimately, political power is held in the UK government, uh, from which United uh, North Ireland has gone through intermediate periods of direct rule during uh, which devolved powers have been suspended. Northern Ireland elects 18 uh, of the UK House of Commons, 650 MPs. The Northern Ireland Secretary is a cabinet-level post in the British um, government. So that's pretty interesting. There, page 12. Along with England and Wales and Scotland, Northern Ireland forms one of the three separate legal jurisdictions in UK, so it's England, Wales, Scotland, will be four, all of which share the Supreme Court of the United Kingdom as their courts of final appeal. All Ireland institution. As part of the Good Friday Agreement, British and Irish government agreed on creation of all Ireland institutions and areas of cooperation. The North South Ministerial Council is an institution through which the ministers of the government of Ireland and Northern Ireland executive agree all Ireland policies. At least six of these policies areas have been associated with all Ireland implementation bodies. At least six others must be implemented separately in each jurisdiction. The implementation bodies are the Waterways Islands, the Food Safety Promotion Board, Intertrade Ireland, Special European Union Programs Body, the North-South Language Body, the Foyle Cullingford Irish Lights Commission. The Irish Intergovernmental Conference provides for cooperation between the Government of Ireland and the Government of the United Kingdom on all matters of mutual interest, especially Northern Ireland. In the light of the public's particular interest in the Government of Northern Ireland, regular and frequent meetings are co-chaired by the ROI Minister of Foreign Affairs, the UK Secretary of State, Republic of Ireland, and dealing with non-devolved matters to do with Northern Ireland and non-devolved all-Ireland issues are required to take place under the established treaty. The North-South Interparliamentary Association is a joint interparliamentary parliamentary forum for the island of Ireland. The island of Ireland. It has no formal powers, but operates as a forum for discussing matters of common concern between respective legislators. Economy. Despite two jurisdictions using two distinct currencies, the euro and the pound sterling, a growing amount of commercial activity is carried out on an all-island basis. These are facilitated by two jurisdictions shared membership of the European Union. Oh dear. And there have been calls from members of the business community, policymakers, creation of an all island economy to take advantage of the economies of scales and the boost of competitiveness. There are two multi city regions of the islands the Dublin Belfast Corridor 
3.3 million. The Cork Limerick Gullet Corridor, 1 million. Below is a comparison of the regional GDP of the island. <clears throat> okay, I, I don't quite understand it. Um, the border and midlands of the west is 23,000 euros person. The Republic of Ireland, the southern and eastern parts of Ireland is 40,000 and the United Kingdom, Northern Ireland is the poorest section. It's amazing. So that's page 12. So, um, Rafana, the southwest region around Cork is by far the richest region. The GDP, the Dublin region, is also very rich. Okay, the GDP of Republic Island uh, is 382 billion nominals, and Northern Ireland 43. So it's sort of like New Zealand to Australia ratio. The GDP per capita in the Republic Island was, um, oh dear, is eighty thousand dollars or seventy-eight thousand dollars. Whereas Northern Ireland's is 23,000 euros, whatever that means. There are three world tourism. There are three world heritage sites on the island: the Brunabroni, Skillmichael, and Giant's Causeway. Several other places are on the tentative list. For example, Britain and City Fields and Mount Stewart. Some of the most visited sites in in Ireland include Brunati Castle, the Rock of Cashel, Cliffs of Moher. Cross, Holy Cross Abbey, Barney Castle, historically important monastic sites including Glendale and Clermontes are maintained as a national monument in the Republic of Ireland. Dublin is the most heavily tourist region and the home of several of the most popular attractions such as the Guinness Storehouse and the Book of Kells. The west and southwest, which includes the lakes of Clonkarney and Dingle Peninsula and Count Kerry and Coolmara. The Arrowlands in the county Galway are also popular tourist destinations. The Achill Islands off the coast of County Mower and the island's largest island. It is a popular tourist destination for surfing contains five blue flag beaches and Corrigan, one of the world's highest sea cliffs. Oh, wow. Certainly homes built during the 17th, 18th and 19th century in Palladian, neoclassical and neo-Gothic styles such as Castle Wall, Castletown House, Band of Atlantic House, Glenvale Castle, uh, so also interested tourists. Some have been converted into hotels, as the Eshel Castle, Castle Leslie, and Dormerland Castle. Energy. Ireland has an ancient industry based on peat, locally known as turf, as a source of energy behind fires. A form of biomass energy, this source of heat is still widely used in rural areas. However, because the ecological importance of peatlands and strong carbon and their reality, the EU is attempting to protect this habitat by finding Ireland for digging up peat. In cities, heat is generally supplied by natural gas and heating oil, although some urban suppliers do use sods of turf as smokeless fuel for domestic use. The island operates on a single market for electricity, so for much of their existence, electricity networks in the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland were entirely separate. Both networks are designed and constructed independently post-partition. However, 
they are now connected by three interlinks and so the and connected through the Great Britain to mainland Europe. The situation in North Ireland is complicated by the issue of private companies not supplying Northern Ireland electricity with enough power. The Republic of Ireland, ESB, has failed to modernise its power stations and the availability of power plants has uh, recently averaged about only 60%, one of the worst rates in Western Europe. Airgrid has started building a high voltage transmission line between Ireland and Great Britain with a capacity of 500 megawatts, about 10% of Ireland's peak demand. As with electricity, natural gas distribution network is, is now all Ireland, with a pipeline linking Gorseman, County Meath, Ballyclare, Count. Um, most Ireland's natural gas comes through interconnectors between Tyrone in Scotland and Burford and Ballylumford County and Longshin County, Dublin. Supplies come from the Corrib gas field off the coast of County Mow, with a decreasing supply coming from Kingsale um, field off County Cork coast. County Mow field faces some local opposition over a controversial decision to refine natural gas offshore. The Republic has a strong commitment to renewable energy and ranks one of the top 10 markets for clean technology investment in the Global Clean Economy Index. Research and development in renewable energy such as wind power has increased since 2004. Large wind farms have been constructed in Cork, Denangle, Mayo, Antrim. The construction of wind farms has some cases been delayed by the opposition of local communities, some of whom have regarded wind turbines as unsightly. The Republic is hindered by the ageing network that is not designed to handle variability of power that comes from wind farms. SB Torquil facility is the only power storage facilities in the state. Economic history. Prior to 21, Ireland had a long history of, as an economic colony. First of the Norse, later of England. And though the climate and soil favoured certain forms of agriculture, trade barriers frequently hobbled its development. Repeated invasions and plantations disrupted land ownership and multiple failed uprisings also contributed to a repeated phase of deportation and immigration. Failing events in economic history include 16th century confiscation, retribution, uh, redistribution of plantations in Ireland, uh, 40, uh, 1845 to 89, the Great Famine, uh, occasioned depopulation and mass immigration, 86, Western history's repeal of Corn Lords disrupted the agricultural, um, Irish agriculture. Geography. Ireland is located in the northwestern Europe between latitudes 51 and 56 degrees north and longitudes 5, 11 and 5 degrees west. It is separated from Great Britain by the Irish Sea North Channel with a width of 23 kilometres at its narrowest point. To the west is the North Atlantic Ocean and the south the Celtic Sea that lies between Ireland and Brittany. In France, Ireland has in, in France. Ireland has a total area of 84,000 um, square kilometres, of which the Republic Island occupies 83%. Ireland and Great Britain, together with many nearby smaller islands, are known collectively as the British Isles. Uh, as the term British Isles is controversial, the relation to Ireland, the alternate term is Britain and Ireland, is often used as a neutral term for the islands. 
A ring of coastal mountains surrounds the low pains at the centre of the island. The highest of these is Katonbuli, which is 1,000 metres. So it's not too high. Like, uh, that's the highest of Katoomba. The most arable land lies in the province of Leinster. Western areas can be mountainous and rocky, with green panoramic vistas. River Shannon, the island's longest river, is 83, uh, sorry, 368 kilometres, rises in country cavern northwest and flows through Limerick to the Midwest. I'd love to go there. Geology Island consists of very geological provinces in the west. County Galwa and County Donegal is a medium high grade metamorphic indigenous complex of Caledonic affinity similar to the Scottish Highlands. Across the southeast, Ulster extending southwest to Longford and Navan provinces of Ordinian and Silurian rock, with similarities to the Southern Outlines province of Scotland. Further south, along County Wexford coastline, the area of granite intrusives. Uh, into more Octavian Silurian rocks is found like whales. No surprises there necessarily. In the southeast, around Banty Bay, the mountains of McGiddy Cuddy's Reeks, is an area of substantially deformed, lightly metamorphized Devonian aged rocks. This partial ring of hard rock geology is covered by a blanket of Carboniferous limestone over the centre of the country, giving rise to a comparatively fertile lush landscape. The west coast district of Barron and Lisdunvara has well-developed <coughs> karst features. Situant stratiform lead zinc mineralisation is found in the limestones around silver mines and Taranay. Hydrocarbon exploration is ongoing following the first major find at Kinsale Head Gasfield of Cork in the mid-70s. In 1989, economically significant finds of natural gas were made in Corrib gas fields off County Mayo Coast. This has increased activity of the west coast, parallel with the uh, west of Shetland step-out development from the North Sea hydrocarbon province. In 2000, the Helvic oil field was discovered with an estimate containing over 28 million barrels. Climate. The island's lush vegetation, a product of the mild climate and frequent rainfall, Earns its sorbet the Emerald Isle. Over what it says, sorbet. Overall, Ireland has a mild but changeable oceanic climate with a few extremes. The climate is typically insular and temperate, avoiding extremes of temperature of many other areas in the world's similar latitudes. This is the result of moderating moist winds, which ordinarily prevail from the southwest Atlantic. Precipitation falls throughout the year, but uh, light overall, particularly in the east. The west tend to be wetter on average and prone to Atlantic storms, especially in the late autumn and winter months. These occasionally bring destructive winds and high total rainfall to these areas, as well as sometimes snow and hail. Regions in the north Galloway and County Mayo have the highest incidence of recorded lightning actually annually in the island, with lightning occurring approximately 5 to 10 days per year in these areas. Munster in the south records the least snow, whereas Ulster, in the north, it records the most snow. Coming across, the inland areas are warmer in summer and colder in winter. Usually around 40 days of the year are below freezing. Oh my god, the inland weather stations compared with 10 days of the coastal stations. 
Ireland is sometimes affected by heat waves, most recently in 1995, 2003, 2006, 2013, 2018, in common with the rest of you, Ireland's experience unusually cold weather during the winter of 2010-11. Temperatures fell below to minus 17.2 degrees in Cathy Mountain, and up to a metre of snow fell in the Mattress area. Flora and fauna. Because Ireland became isolated from mainland Europe by rising seas, that before the last ages had completely finished, it has fewer land animals and plant species than Great Britain or mainland Europe. There are 55 mammal species on Ireland, and out of them only 26 land animal species are considered native to Ireland. Some species such as the red fox, hedgehogs, badger are very common, whereas others like the Irish hare, red deer and pine mountain are less. Aquatic life such as species of sea turtle, shark, seal, whale, dolphin common off the coast. About 400 species of birds have been recorded in Ireland. Many of them are migratory, including the barn swallow. Several different habitat types are found on the island, including farmland, open woodland, temperate broadleaf, mixed forest, conifer plantation, sweet box, and a variety of coastal habitats. However, agriculture drives current land use patterns in Ireland, limiting the natural habitat preserves, particularly for larger wild animals with great territorial needs. There are no large apex predators in Ireland other than humans and dogs. Such populations of animals um, the semi-wild deer cannot be controlled by smaller predators, such as the fox, and are controlled by animal culling deer. Hmm. Two foxes, they look so sad. They've got two foxes mating there. And there are no snakes in Ireland. Only one species of reptile, the common lizard, is native to the island. Extinct species include the Irish elk, great orc, brown bear, wolf. Some previously extinct birds, such as the Golden Eagle have been reintroduced to decades of exploitation. Ireland is now one of the least forested countries in Europe. Until the end of the Middle Ages, Ireland was heavily forested with native trees such as oak, ash, hazel, birch, ada, willow, aspen, rowan, yew, Scottish pine. Only about 10% of the island today is woodland. Most of this is non-native conifer plantations, so only 2% of native woodlands in Europe. The average woodland cover, so it's really increasing, isn't it? You wouldn't have believed that, would you? You wouldn't believe that Europe is getting more wooded across Australia. It's over 33%. The Republic, about um, 390,000 hectares, is owned by the state, mainly the Forestry Service at Colette. Remnants of native forests can be found scattered around the island, in particular Kilkenny National Park. Much of the land is now covered with pastures, and there are many species of wildflower, gorse, wild ferns, and common grown land upland ferns, plentiful in more moist regions, especially the western parts. It is home to hundreds of plant species, some of them unique to the island, and has been invaded by some grasses such as Sparanto anglican. The algal and seaweed flora, this is similar to, um, I'm trying to think of the Gulf states. There's Emirates, there's, is it Dubai? Emirates, Chiwis, I've got to think of the uh, different, um, Bahrain, um, there's three Gulf states, uh, just Gulf, um, uh, what are they called? Treaty states. Uh, and it's one that they hate. 
Um, Tata, the hate Qatar, I don't know. Okay. Um, and Qatar has three, three, 23 species of fungus. That's all it's got left. The angle, uh, the alcohol and seal flora is that of the old cold temperate variety. The total number of species are 574. The island has been invaded by Sai algae, some of which is now well established. Because of the mild climate, many species, including subtropical species such as palm trees, are grown in Ireland. Phytogeographically, Ireland belongs to the Atlantic European province of the Circumbrial region of the Boreal Kingdom. The island has subsidized into two ecoregions, the Celtic broadleaf and Atlantic moist mixed forest. The impact of agriculture. A long history of agricultural production coupled with like it's the most ancient agriculture known in the world as far as we know. The long history of agricultural production coupled with the modern intensive agricultural methods such as pesticides, fertilizers used, runoff from cabinets into streams, rivers and lakes has placed pressure on the biodiversity of Ireland. So Ireland's like the opposite, the direct opposite of New Caledonia. A land of green fields for crop cultivation and cattle rearing limits the space available to establish a new native wildlife species. Hedgerows, however, traditionally used for maintaining and demarking land boundaries acts as refuge for the native wild flora. This ecosystem stretches across the countryside and acts as a network of connections to preserve the remnants of the ecosystem once covered the island. Subsidies under common agricultural policy and support of the agricultural practices that uh, preserved hedgerow environments are undergoing reforms. The common agricultural policy had in the past subsidised potentially destructive agricultural practices, for example, by emphasising production without placing limits on the indiscriminate use of fertilisers and pesticides. But reforms have gradually decoupled subsidies from reduction levels and introduced environmental and other requirements. 30%, 2% of Ireland's greenhouse gases emissions are correlated to its agriculture. Forests, well, yeah, it's got no industry. Forests areas typically consist of monocultural plantations of non-native species which may result in habitats that are not suitable for supporting native species or vertebrates. Natural areas have required fencing to prevent overgrazing by deer sheep that roam the uncultivated areas. Grazing in this manner is one of the main factors preventing the natural regeneration of forests across many regions of the country. Demographics. People have lived in Ireland for over 9,000 years. Early historical geological records note the existence of major groups of the Cúrin, Cúrlogi, the Dalrota, I can't pronounce any of these. Later major groups include a whole lot of other people I don't explain. Many survived until late medieval times. Others vanished as they became politically unimportant. Oh dear. So this is um, the Vikings, Norman, Welsh, Flemish, Scot, English, Africans, Eastern Europeans, South Americans all have added the population to significant influences on Irish culture. The population of Ireland rose rapidly in the 16th century until the mid 19th century, uninterrupted briefly, uh, interrupted briefly by the famine of 1740-41, which killed roughly two-fifths of the island population. The population rebounded and multiplied over the next century, but the Great Famine of 1840 caused one million deaths and forced over one million more to immigrate. It's a way. 
Uh, the following century, the population was reduced over half at a time when the general trend of European countries was the population to rise by an average of threefold. Ireland's largest religious group is Christianity. The largest domination is Roman Catholicism, representing 75, 3%, um, or 87% of the wealth of Ireland. While most of the rest of the population adhere to one of the various Protestants' denomination, about 48% in Ireland. The largest Anglican church is the Anglican Church of Ireland. The Muslim community is growing in Ireland, mostly through increased immigration, with a 50% increase in the population between 2006 and 2011. The island has a small Jewish community, about 4% of the public population and about 14% of the northern population, besides themselves there's no religion. Uh, in 2010, the survey conducted on behalf of the Irish Times, 32% of respondents said they went to religious service more than once per week, so they're very religious compared to Aussies. Divisions and settlements. Traditionally, Ireland is subdivided into four provinces, Connacht, Leinster, Munster and Ulster. North. In the system developed between the 13th and 17th centuries, Ireland has 32 traditional counties. 26 of these counties are in the Republic of Ireland, six in Northern Ireland. The six counties that constitute Northern Ireland are all in the province of Ulster, uh, which has nine counties in total. Also, part of the province. Hmm. The Republic of Ireland counties form the basis of the system of local government. Counties Dublin, Cork, Limerick, Galloway, Waterford, Tipperary have been broken up into small administrative areas. However, they are still treated as counties for cultural and sometimes official purposes. For example, postal addresses and the Ordnance Survey Ireland. Counties in Northern Ireland are no longer used for local government purposes, but as the Republic as in the Republic, their traditional boundaries are still used for informal purposes such as sports leagues, cultural and tourism contexts. City status of Ireland is dis, uh, decided by legislative and royal charter. Dublin, with over a million residents in the Greater Dublin area, is the largest city on Ireland. Belfast, with half a million residents, is the largest city in Northern Ireland. City status does not directly equate to population size. For example, Ireland, with a population of 14,000, is the seat of the Church of Ireland and the Roman Catholic primate of all of Ireland and is, is, has re granted city status by Queen Elizabeth II in, I don't know what that means, in 1994, having lost the status of local government of forms of um, of 1840. The Republic of Ireland, Kilkenny seat of Butler Dynasty, no longer a city for administrative purposes, is entitled by law to continue to use the description. So there you go, you've got um, Munster, Canuck, Metzister, it's sort of a bit like Game of Thrones. Migration. The population of Ireland collapsed dramatically during the second half of the 19th century. The population of over 8 million in 1841 was reduced to slightly more than 4 million by 1921. In part, the fall in population was caused by the death of the Great Famine and took about a million lives. However, by far the greater cause of population uh, was the dire economic state of the country, which led to the entrenched culture of immigration lasting to the 21st century. Wow. Oh, still hasn't recovered. Oh, gee. You can see, see, it was just going up like the other European countries, but it's just going bizarre. Immigration from Ireland in the 19th century contributed to the populations of England, the United States, Canada and Australia. 
all of which have large aisles disparate disparateness. Um, as of 2006, 4.3 Canadians, or 14% of the population, were Irish descent, while one third of Australian population has an eminent Irish descent like me. As of 2013, there are 40 million Irish Americans, 33 uh, million Americans who claim Irish descendants. With growing prosperity in the last decade, Ireland became a destination for immigrants. Since European Union expanded to include Poland in 2004, Polish people have made the largest number of immigrants from Central Europe. There's also been significant immigration from Lithuania, Czech Republic and Latvia. The Republic of Ireland of particular, uh, in particular has seen large-scale immigration uh, with half a million foreign nationals in 2006, about 10% of the population. A quarter of the births um, were to mothers born outside Ireland. Oh, wow. Up to 50,000 Eastern and Central European migrants left Ireland in response to the Irish financial crisis. No idea. Languages. The two official languages of Ireland are Irish and English. Each language is produced noteworthy literature. Irish, though now only a language of minority, was the vernacular of the Irish people for thousands of years and possibly introduced during the Iron Age began to be written down by the Christianised in the 5th century and spread to Scotland and Isle of Man where it evolved to Scottish Gaelic and Manx languages respectively. So, the Isle of Man has a language called Manx. Isn't it amazing? The Irish language uh, has a vast treasury of written texts uh, from many centuries and divided by linguists into Old Irish, Middle Irish, early modern Irish until the 17th century. Modern Irish spoken down. It remained the dominant language of Ireland for most of those periods having influence of Latin, Old Norse, French and English. It declined under British rule but remained a majority tongue until the 19th century. Since then it's a minority language. The Gaelic revival of the early 20th century has a long-term influence. The Irish is taught in mainstream Irish school as a compulsory subject but teaching methods have been criticised for their ineffectiveness and their lack of level and ability after typically 14 years of instruction cited. There is now a network of urban Irish speakers in both the Republic of Northern Ireland, especially in Dublin and Belfast, with children of such Irish speakers sometimes attending Irish medium schools. Uh, Galagoski has been argued as they tend to be more highly educated than monolingual speakers. Recent research suggests that urban Irish is developing in the direction of its own, in both pronunciation and grammar. Poor thing, it's a living language. Poor thing. How can you compete against English? Traditional rural Irish-speaking areas, known collectively as Galatak, are in linguistic decline. The Galatak areas of the west, southwest, northwest. They are found in Donegal, Mayo, Galloway, Western Cork, Kerry, and smaller Galatak areas of Dungarvan and Waterford. So my two grandfathers, great-grandfathers, came from Waterford, Narvan, Meath. English in Ireland was first introduced by the Norman invasion and was spoken by a few peasants and merchants brought over from England and was largely replaced by Irish before the Tudor conquest of Ireland. It was introduced as the official language of the Tudor Commonwealth conquest. The Ulster plantations gave it permanent foothold in Ulster. It remained the official upper class language elsewhere. The Irish speaking chieftains and nobility having been disposed, language shifts during the 19th century replaced Irish with English as the first language for the vast majority of the population. Less than 10% of the population of 
Ireland today speak their Irish regularly outside the education system. 38% of those over 15 years are classified as Irish speakers. In Northern Ireland, English is the de facto official language, but official recognition is afforded to Irish, including specific protective measures under Part 3 of the European Charter of Regional Minority Language. A list of states, including uh, under Part 2 of the Charter, is given to Ulster Scots dialects, such as spoken by roughly 2% of the Northern Irish residents, and spoken by some of the Republic of Ireland. Since the 1960s, increasing in immigration and more languages have been introduced, particularly deriving from Asia and Eastern Europe culture. Ireland's culture comprises elements of culture of the ancient peoples, later immigrants and, broad, uh, and broadcast cultural influences, such as Gaelic culture, Anglicisation, Americanisation and aspects of broader European culture. In broad terms, Ireland is regarded as one of the Celtic nations of Europe, alongside Scotland, Wales, Cornwall, Isle of Man and Brittany. These combination of cultural influences is visible in intricate designs, terms as Irish, interlaced and Celtic knotwork as can be seen in the ornamentation of medieval uh, religious secular works. The style is still popular today in jewellery and graphic arts, as the style of traditional Irish music and dance has become indicative of Celtic culture in general. Religion has played a significant role in the cultural life of the island since ancient times. Um, and since the 17th century, plantation has been the focus of political identity and divisions on the island. Ireland's pre-Christian heritage fused the Celtic Church following the mission of St. Patrick in the 5th century. The Hiberno-Scottish mission began by the Irish monk St. Columba spread the Irish vision of Christianity to pagan England and Frankish Empire. The missions brought written language to the illiterate population of Europe during the Dark Ages and followed the form of Rome. Owing Ireland the Sabbath of the Island of Saints Scholars. Since the 20th century, Irish pubs worldwide have become the outposts of Irish culture, especially those with a full range of cultural and gastronomic offerings. Republic of Ireland's National Theatre, Abbey Theatre, which was founded in 1904, and the National Irish Language Theatre, Al Talbarek, which was established in 2008 in Galloway. Playwrights such as Sean O'Casey, Brian Fell, Sebastian Barry, O'Connor McPherson, Billy Roche, are internationally renowned the arts. Literature. Ireland has made large contributions to the world literature in all its branches, in both Irish and English poetry, and Irish is among the oldest vernacular poetry in Europe. With its earliest examples dating from the 6th century, Irish remained a dominant literary language down to the 19th century, despite the spread of English in the 17th century on. Prominent names of the medieval world include I don't know. I can't. Brudere. I was outstanding poet of the oral tradition. In the later part of the 19th century, saw a rapid replacement of the Irish by English. By 1900, however, cultural nationalists began the Gaelic revival, which saw the beginnings of modern literature in Irish. This was to produce a number of notable writers, including Martin O'Cladhan, Mary Mark, I can't pronounce them. And others. Irish language publishers as Cos and Claude Carnock continue to produce scores of titles every year. In English, Jonathan Swift, often called the foremost authoritative in the English language, gained fame for the work of Gulliver's Travels and a modest proposal. Other notable 18th century writers of Irish origin include Oliver Goldsmith, Richard Sheridan, although they spent most of their lives in England, 
the Anglo-Irish novel came to the fore in the 19th century featuring such writers as Charles Keegan, William Clarkman, and in collaboration with Edith Somerville and Violet Florence Martin. The playwright, poet Oscar Wilde, is noted for his epigrams. He was born in Ireland. The 20th century of Ireland produced four winners of the Nobel Prize literature, George Bernard Shaw, my God, Yeats, Beckett and Heaney. Although not a Nobel Prize winner, James Joyce is wildly considered one of the best writers of the 20th century. Joyce's novel Ulysses is considered one of the most important works in modernist literature, and his life is celebrated annually 16th of June in Dublin called Bloomsday. A comparable writer of Irish is Martin O. McCadden, whose novels Cray na is regarded as the modernist masterpiece and is translated into several languages. Modern Irish literature is often connected to its rural heritage, though English language writers such as Jonathan McCann and Seamus Heaney, and the Irish language writers Martin O'Dehan and others of Gael Tack. Music has been, this is a new section, music has been in evidence in Ireland since prehistoric times, although in the early Middle Ages the church was quite unlike the counterpart in continental Europe. This considerable interchange between monastic settlement of Ireland and the rest of Europe contributed to the known as the Gregorian chant. Outside religious establishment, musical genres in early Gaelic Ireland are referred to as the triad of weeping music, laughing music, and sleeping music. My God. Vocal instruments, um, vocal and instrumental music for the harp, pipes, and various string instruments was transmitted orally, but the Irish harp in particular was of significance that it became Ireland's national symbol. Classical music following European models first developed in urban areas in the establishment of the Anglo-Irish rule as Dublin Castle, St. Patrick's Cathedral and Christchurch, as well as county houses of the Anglo-Irish ascendancy, with the first performance of Handel's Messiah being among the highlights of the Brock era. In was it there in Ireland, I suppose? In the 19th century, public concerts provide access to classical music to all classes of society. Yet, for particular financial reasons, Ireland has been too small to provide a living for many musicians. So the names of the better-known Irish composers of those time uh, belong to immigrants. Irish traditional music and dance has been seen a surge in popularity and global coverage in the 1960s. In the middle years of the 20th century, as Irish society was modernising, traditional music had fallen out of favour, especially in urban areas. However, during the 1960s, there was a revival of interest in Irish traditional music led by groups, such as the Dubliners, the Chieftains, Wolf Tones, Clancy Brothers, Swinging Men, individuals such as uh, Shane Oida and Christian Moore, groups of musicians, including the Horse Tips, Van Morrison, wow, Van Morrison, Thin Lizzy incorporated elements of Irish traditional music in contemporary rock music during the 70s and 80s. The distinction between traditional and rock musicians became blurred, with many individuals regularly crossing over between these styles of playing. The trend can be seen more recently in artists like Enya, the Saw Doctors, the Cause, Sinead O'Connor, Canad, the Cranberries, and the Prolegs, amongst others. So I'm just going to leave that there. Because uh, that's enough for uh, my second episode. To go across. Thanks for listening. And we're going to episode number three soon, I think.
podcast, another story comes to a close. It's been a pleasure sharing this moment in time with you. May you discover truly amazing things, understand them and tell others. Thanks for listening.